Welcome to the TFW Podcast, episode 35. I am your host, Matt. Join all week, every week, every day, triple threat style. Rhodesia, Keyshawn. You guys got to give me something this week. Give me some good news. Give me some good vibes. Tell me how you guys are doing. I can't wait to talk about Backlash. That was such a fun, fun, fun PLE show. You know what, my uh, four-year-old, his open house to kindergarten was today. The little man's growing up. Can't believe he's supposed to actually start in school. So that's just pretty exciting for me. He would be graduating high school before you know yep. it. For real. Guaranteed. Well, Radija called it. I didn't know where we were going to start. Let's start right with the backlash. Radija, I'm going to throw it to you. You started by saying how excited you were of the show. Take it away. So... We knew going into this that this was going to be really not too much about storyline, right? We knew this was going to be just probably some good, fun, entertaining wrestling that we'll see. Man, and I had a kind of a high bar for that too, but that really did kind of like outperform for me. Just the emotions and all the goosies that I got um, down to even Omas having a pretty damn good match too. I mean, that I was proud of. I mean, just overall from top to bottom especially the first three matches, I thought that it was produced beautifully. Um, no complaints whatsoever at all. I was so happy to watch Backlash. It was so much fun. I know you mentioned last time this is probably a show to miss. I know you meant it more on the storyline side of things, but no, if you can go back to watch it, man, go back to watch it. Like for real, for real. Yes, family. Let me got, Let me tell you guys something. This uh, I needed that show. That was a great <laughs> awesome i don't know was it two hour and a half three hours of wrestling just from start to finish it was an amazing show i've been kind of on a wrestlemania hangover since my boy cody lost the way he lost uh AEW wasn't hitting it the way for me the vince mcmahon stuff was kind of affecting me and i just wasn't really fully enjoying the shows like i should have but man that show that we saw saturday night was simply amazing as rodisha said um, I started out to watch the show to be honest with you. I, I thought it would <laughs> Why be, uh, uh, I thought it was one of those sh- those POEs that just you know it was it was a show that didn't really mean anything. Um, right. You know, honestly, and we're getting into the in, into the match. You know, at I'm sure very shortly the Selena versus Rhea match. Like mm-hmm. I went into that match like, oh yeah, of course. You know, Rhea's winning that match. I knew Selena had no chance in hell. Vince McMahon cue the music. Um, but that ended up being a phenomenal match. The crowd reaction, just the crowd was so infectious. It was an amazing show, guys. Yeah, we, we talked about it last week, and I said that this is going to be a feel-good show. For sure. And that is exactly what it was. I called that one right down the middle. I thought it was magnificent. I mean, I can use every superlative in the dictionary for what that show was. I thought it was an absolute special night. For the talent, for Puerto Rico, we got to give it up to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. They brought it for that show to start with Bianca and EO. And they killed it. And dog, and how for them loud are they? To stop being there for every single match. For Bad Bunny and Damian Priest to not main event. And they were still there for the last two matches. That speaks very, very highly of that Puerto Rican crowd. Shouts out to them. 
it also speaks to how much a crowd can make or break a show. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that has really been missing from AEW, in my opinion. Granted, Detroit, Motor City, you guys showed up and showed out this week. So shout out to you guys. We had a really strong AEW crowd this week that was into everything. But that was what made AEW AEW a couple years ago, every single week. Everybody got that superstar reaction, no matter what happened in the match. Every single move got that huge pop. And we kind of, they've kind of gone away from that. You know, some of it has to do with, you know, they're running buildings where they're only, you know, getting 2,000, 3,000 people. Some of it also, I think, is just some of the fans are not as eager to react to things as we're used to from that AEW fan base. We know WWE can be either really hot or really cold. We saw it this week, or it was in this past week. Puerto Rico was really hot. Then we had trash-ass Jacksonville on Monday, <laughs> which, my God, do not go back, WWE. I swear, there is New Orleans. It's a certain part. I forgot what city it was. But there's a city in New Orleans. I think there's also a city in either Philly or New Jersey. My apologies if I'm wrong on one of those. Don't shoot the messenger. But it's one of those that's horrendous. Add Jacksonville to that list. For you to have to pipe in crowd noise. Swear to hey, hey, wait, wait. Swear crowd, to God. Crowd wait, 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 swear to God. I was like, no, they took that Puerto Rican uh, Puerto Rican crowd in into Raw. <laughs> I'm like, that My was the God. same heat that Dom was getting. And all of that, like, what? They took that SmackDown and, Friday and that Saturday backlash, all of that crowd reaction, and played it on Raw. And they, I guess the per- producers, the production talked about that, hey, they knew the crowd was dead, so they felt like they were between a rock and a hard place, either let the crowd be silent on TV for Monday or pipe in audio. They went with the pipe in audio. And that was a wrong call just because, especially in that Brock Cody segment, I see the crowd cheering. They're clapping <laughs> that Cody's down on the sale. But all I hear is booze. Like, come on, man. We got we to gotta be better WWE crowds and even production. But I, I digress. I thought Backlash was just fantastic. Let's kind of go over what our best categories were. Um, let's start with best crowd reaction. And Rhodesia, of course, I'll start with you. Who do you think received the best crowd reaction last Saturday night? I would imagine that all three of us would have gotten the same thing here. It would have to be Bad Bunny. I mean, it's his hometown. This is his show. He pretty much hosted this show. So for me, I'm going to go with Bad Bunny. Are we picking Bad Bunny or is he kind of like a... I'm um, not going to pick him because this is his show. This was his show. You can give a secondary one. I mean, I also had Bad Bunny also. E, did you have Bad Bunny also? Yeah, I would have as the biggest pop of the night. Um, it would definitely be Bad Bunny. But I kind of want to give Selena her flowers. Mm-hmm. Just like that crowd gave her the flowers that night. Um, you know, watching that show. Gosh, I mean, you, you would think about superstar making moments. You know, that crowd gave it up for her in a way. I haven't seen them give up for... Uh, a wrestler in a long, long time. And you can see and feel the emotion from her, um, you know, during the open of that match, during the match. Like, I, I was just overwhelmed as a fan just seeing a wrestler get that much love on TV. And it came across, it was very infectious. Um, so I just want to give Selena her flowers because that was a, a moment. Because we knew that Bad Bunny going in there was going to get a King's reaction. And he certainly did. But I was just floored by the reaction that Selena got. Were you expecting that? No, not that, not like that. I wasn't expecting it either. I, 
I expected the reaction. I didn't expect. Um, it's going to give away one of my answers that we're <laughs> going to talk about, but I didn't expect her to have that grandiose outfit and attire for her mm-hmm. entrance. That was what I didn't expect. And I was mm-hmm. so happy that they allowed that moment to breathe. And I think uh, they had the, the ring announcement. She gets it. She opens up you know, her attire. You see the flag. And they just left it there so she could get all that positive energy and that reaction. And then at the end of the match where she loses and it's over, I was worried they were going to go cut right to a video package. And they didn't. They gave mm-hmm. her that moment in the ring. We talked about it last week. If Damian Priest had to pick and say, hey, either you got a mania match or we're going to put you in the, the co-main in your hometown against Bad Bunny, which one are you taking? We said, hey, I'm sure Priest was like, give me backlash. Same thing with Zelina. That was her mania moment. That was her. That is going to be probably the moment of her career. I don't care if she goes on and she wins five more championships. And she she's a triple crown. She wins the Raw title, SmackDown title, tag team titles. I don't think anything touches what we saw this past week. So definitely shout out to, to her uh, and that crowd for, for being there for her. Rudy, did you have something on that? Um, no, because I don't want to give away for one of our next best. So I'm going to let you go. All right. So uh, let's go to... Let's go with the best look. See, and I just gave mine's. And mine's is Zelina's interest attire. I I thought that they nailed it and everything we kind of talked about. So that was, for me, the best look was Zelina's entrance attire. Rhodesia, what do you have? Same, same, same here. She displayed the flag when she first came out, and she had the flag when she was in the ring. Absolutely breathtaking. The I call it the feather flag. It was it was amazing. So same here. What an amazing looking outfit. Um, the designer, shouts out to that person because you know, sure. when she mm-hmm. came out, it looks like a regular like cape and gown type of uh deal. And then she spread her wings and she flew, y'all. She now Puerto Rican flag open wide open, and the crowd went nuts, right? And it and it looked great because it didn't like the flag cape whatever it is that they made it looked phenomenal on tv it didn't look cheap it looked like exactly it turned it, it was like a transformer right it's like it transformed from a a cape and gown to a flag and it was just her whole entire look was amazing and it, it seemed like her walk to the ring was like 10 minutes but it was just 10 minutes of love man and, you know and we need that in this world and in this life to see that love and you just felt it through the screen so like her, she, I want to say, like, she she had a, a level 10 from appearance to entrance to everything. It was amazing. So we got a lot of love for Zelina. Uh, let's see if that continues. <laughs> let's go to, let's go best entrance. Who had so, the best entrance? So I was going to also say Zelina, but. I wanted to give this person their props because of the pop that they got. I would have said Selena, but I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. Just that whole beginning of his song, his entrance, and the lights. And by that time of the show, and again, this is the main event. This is already after we saw Bad Bunny. And for them to still pop as loud and as crazy as they did, for me, best interest is going to have to go to Cody. Because I didn't want to pick Selena twice, but Cody. Man, I'm going with Bad Bunny because, uh, man, he if you want to see somebody who had the city in their hand, like, gosh, I hadn't seen like a 
That's like a you think of a real American hero, I guess a real Puerto Rican hero, because I you know that that man was king there. And you know, they were singing along to the song. I just has never seen somebody get that type of well, I have seen we've seen big reactions like that, but you know, you if they can pan out to that entire arena, he had everybody like on their feet singing to the song. It was just you know, it, like I said, like the show and the vibe was amazing. I wouldn't if you can go one to ten, I'm going a hundred because yeah. that vibe coming out of that show and those moments were huge for me. So I thought about it all week, and I am ready to put my stamp on what I'm going to say. And I didn't want to be full of hyperbole Saturday night. <laughs> so I had to take some time I had to really think it through Make sure what I'm saying I'm articulating And I know that what I'm about to say For me is 100% Factual Bad Bunny's entrance At Backlash Is the best entrance In the history of pro wrestling I have never seen An entrance that made me feel that way ever. And I am the biggest Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. Anybody who's listed this pod knows that. I was there in Detroit when he drove the Zamboni down to the ring. I was there for some magical Stone Cold Steve Austin moments. I was there through some magical John Cena moments. Undertaker, The Rock, name whoever you want to name. Nothing to me touches what we saw Saturday with Bad Bunny. If you guys don't know, I am just as much, if not more, of a music fan as I am wrestling. Uh, and I, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a Bad Bunny fan. I, I enjoy some of his music. I've listened to his last album when it dropped last year. Uh, so, like, I know his music. I'm familiar with it. I had never heard that song. And when that song hit and the reaction from that crowd was not to cheer, but to start singing that song, man, I got goosebumps right now thinking about it. I've <laughs> never experienced anything like that before. And they were there for the entire entrance from Cole laying out and letting it just go from the fantastic call from Samantha and uh, how she articulated and screamed Puerto Rico and that crowd popped to, I mean, all of it. And, you know, to them shooting to Damian Priest. And think about the spot Priest is in. He has to be feeling... So much joy, so much whatever, but he can't show it, of course. He's the heel. He's in the ring watching this and taking this all in. That was, and I've, I've probably watched, I, I mean, I've watched the, the, the minute and a half clip probably 10 times, 12 times over the past week. I've watched the full entrance a few times just to make sure what I saw Saturday was legit. And the 10th time he watching it felt the same way as it did the first time. That was just, I cannot think of anything better in a two-minute time span that if I wanted to show somebody wrestling and they have no idea why you're a wrestling fan, and I say, here, check this out. I think I could show them that entrance and they would say, all right, maybe it's not for me, but I get it. That's how highly I thought of that entrance Saturday night. I'll give it to you, man. It was it hit hard when that music dropped. It hit hard, so that's why when you mentioned that, I was wondering if your absolute love with music 
mixed with your absolute love of wrestling together, if that's why you felt that strong, how you said that's the best entrance that you've ever seen. I wonder if and that I is that part, why you feel that way. Well, part of it too is, and this shouldn't have anything to do with it, but I'm sitting here watching this guy who's the biggest artist in music, mm-hmm. putting his body on the line, right, for something that he absolutely loves. He said it uh, about a month ago that him wrestling his first match was the best moment of his life. This man streams billions of streams a year. He goes on tour and he's packing out stadiums everywhere he goes. And he says, my favorite moment of my career or my life is me wrestling in a wrestling ring. So I think part of that plays in it too, because it's like, he's not phoning in. This is not a situation where he trained at the PC for three weeks and all right, let, let's throw a whole lot of, BS at the wall and get some smudgy stuff going on. And we see three or four wrestling moves at the end of the day, but everybody goes home happy. They put on a legit street fight. Mm-hmm. So I think part of that was, was that too, knowing that, man, this is like pretty fantastic for somebody who does not have to do this to go in there and put his body on the line like that. It was, it was, it was incredible for me. And you know, another thing, you know, Bunny was working. Right. He was Big working time. the selling, uh, the way, you know, the look on his face. Mm-hmm. I mean, young wrestlers take note, man. He looked like he was a season pro in there. Right. Yeah. You know, shout out to Damian Priest. I'm sure he laid out the whole thing. But, man, you got to give Bunny his flowers as well, because he was in there working. Matt, you said it, um, you know, oftentimes let's just keep it real and say what it is as wrestling fans. Sometimes. There's certain things that happen on our screen that we are embarrassed by, right? Like if, if my friend were to walk in and some of the things that happen on the screen or some of the things that are said, I would feel kind of embarrassed as a fan. But I think this show is something you can show a non-wrestling fan friend of yours, right? You can have them sit down. And I think it's something that you can easily watch and, sh- and, and, and let them feel the emotion and say, hey, as you said, this is why I'm a wrestling fan, right? They can see the wrestling, the passion coming from the crowd, from the wrestlers. I mean, it was amazing. And you have to be really jaded to not think that stuff is good. I get there's, yeah. you know, hey, I only watch AEW, I only watch Impact, I only watch WWE, but there are certain moments in an art form, and this is an art form, where you say, you know what, that's not my cup of tea typically, but damn, that but was I fantastic. like that. That was pretty cool. I yeah, exactly. For sure. You know, a, a lot of people get that during the Super Bowl. Hey, I don't I don't watch football, but I'll sit down and watch the Super fun. Bowl. And they and you know, and they may get hooked, but it's too late to get hooked because season's over and then it takes them that long to get back into it the next year, or basketball, world series, whatever the case may be, Stanley Cup. But I, I think Saturday was one of those moments. And ironically, I didn't see one negative, granted, I didn't look for them, but I didn't see one negative comment on social media about backlash. And I think even the trolls knew like, y'all probably need to sit this one out. <laughs> it, it, it ain't much they took a night off. They took a night off. Yeah. They took a night off. Yep. Uh, let's move to the, oh my God moment. What was the moment for you guys where you're like, oh my God. I got two. So I'll save that one for my moment of the week. My, oh my God is, whoa, Brock getting, first off, I thought Brock, Broke his mouth at first when he first went into the turnbuckle. Luckily, it hit him like right between the eyes. And them gushing out that blood, to me, that was like, oh, my goodness. Like, what is happening here? Because to me, I didn't think that that was 
planned. And if it was planned and determined, I didn't think it was going to gush out that much. You know, my own. Yeah, it, yeah, it had to be right. Yeah, um, it was planned. You know, my oh my god moment was that Bianca and Sky <laughs> match. So, like, because you know, um, Rhodesia asked me, like, "Hey, why do I think this this show is gonna be a throwaway?" Because it was so many in the matches to where I can kind of I felt like they were predictable as far as the outcome, right? That's why I, I felt like going to the show that nothing really mattered outside of Cody and Brock. To be honest with you. And Bianca and Sky was one of the matches I was kind of down on. Um, I know you guys thought it was going to be a good match. I'm like, ah, we'll see. But the oh my God moment was a couple of things. Not only how good of a match it was, because those young ladies were going at it. They were putting on the show. But my oh my God, the reaction that Bianca got, the the booze, <laughs> you booing the Queen B. I legit said, oh my God. Like, what is happening? I've never seen such a hostile reaction for that woman and she took it in stride because she kept mm-hmm. she wasn't rattled by it she kept performing harder and harder oh my god this moment that sky was getting like the reaction that she got i haven't heard her get this loud of a reaction probably since her peak in nxt and that might have been like gosh maybe three years ago matt mm-hmm. and yeah and it still wouldn't have been that loud because they weren't working in front of fifteen thousand people no, it was you a know smaller what I mean? crowd. Hey, yeah, you know, and even the takeovers, okay, you, hey, you may get 10, 11,000, and that was a one-off, where this one didn't feel like a one-off. This felt mm-hmm. like this has been this our girl from built. Jump, mm-hmm. and y'all are finally doing something with her. Yep. Exactly, and, and like, for them, because in NXT, because, uh, you know, Matt and I were big NXT fans, it seemed like maybe for a year that they weren't doing a lot with Sky, right? So. Yep. In yep. the NXT, she wasn't, you know, I, I felt like she had a peak and she kind of really died off for some reason. And ever since that, and that was over two years ago, I don't feel like she's been where she needed to be. And they haven't really done a lot with her on the roster. Well, they have. She has been on TV and featured quite often with damage control, but it ha- that hasn't been working. So I was really surprised by the amount of love that she got in that match. Because you would think she was a superstar. Mm-hmm. But as a fan of hers, I was I was proud to see her get that love and get that reaction from the crowd and she worked it right she played right into the crowd almost every maneuver she yep and um, she acknowledged she right it she acknowledged she was getting a pop she, and she she did the entire match mm-hmm. and it was just an, oh my god match moment for me just from the reaction that bianca got to reaction the sky got to reaction of the work these women were putting on our tv screens it just was a really great show i said oh my god the whole entire time Rhodesia? I already went. Oh, you gave yours. Yeah, you, you said <laughs> yeah, yours. Yeah, it was Brock. Brock, Brock yeah, yep. That, that, was, that, was, that was my uh, honorable mention. And it was because Brock. he opened himself up hard way. And he's a yeah. master at that. So, so when, I, when I saw it, I immediately knew, okay, that's planned. In terms of the color we saw, the blood. Uh, and it, now, after seeing the blood, you know, going into it, I'm like, how do you not have Priest and Bad Bunny main event this show? It was because of the blood that we were going to see. You can't have that blood and then go two matches and then have a uh, no-holds-barred street fight with no blood. So I understand the reason now. And I get it. Hey, no no, no worries. Uh, my, oh, my oh my God moment was Savio Vega and Carlito's return. <laughs> that, and once again, the crowd being there, 
getting the goosebumps right now. The mm-hmm. first quarter of that music, they popped. We oh, hadn't one? heard Carlito's music in I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. The first chord of that music, they erupted. That is special. So to see those two, and what I really, really like, and this is kind of getting in the weeds a little bit, but I got to shout out WWE because I think they did 99% of things right on that show. You get Carlito, you get Savio Vega, and all of that is a lead up to the LWO coming out to make the final save. Bravo. 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 Bravo that it was not the LWO comes out, gets beat down, and then Savio and Carlito comes. No. How about we set up our active wrestlers who are there busting their ass every single week, who are going to be Mm -hmm. the ones selling the merchandise, who are going to be the ones selling out the arenas, and we set up that moment for them. thought that was genius. I I absolutely love that. So that was my, oh, my God, moment uh, of the night. So we got two more. Uh, We got MVP of the night, and we got best match. Which one do you guys want to go with? Doesn't matter. Let's go MVP. Okay, MVP. Mine's is... Give us your MVP. I'm going Damian Priest. um, Because he... And here's the thing. I don't want to take away from the amazing um, display that Bad Bunny gave us. But Damian Priest, man, his selling, like especially that leg sale from top to bottom. Because if you look at the, uh, the the start of that match, it should have been over in the first couple minutes, like right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, Priest hits his finish, one two, lifts him up. Like, nah, I ain't done this man yet, right? <laughs> and then it just continues to go. He sold for that man. There was another moment in the match, and like again, I was never a wrestler. I thought about being a wrestler, and that's as far as I went. But um, there was a moment, I think, when Bad Bunny got uh, Damian Priest up for the Falcon Arrow. Yeah. Like, man, the, the, the so part of the entertainment that we see, like, it's, it's kind of cooperative, right? But Bad Bunny lifted Damian Priest up in that movie. It was so smooth, and he looked strong and powerful, and he did that move. It's just Damian Priest just did a phenomenal job of, I guess, being a ring general, selling facial mm-hmm. features, trying to be a villain in his hometown. Come on, y'all. I mean, he he put on a show for us, and it was amazing. Everything's amazing. That's what I keep saying it all the time. It was amazing. I have so many emotions on this. Mine's, too, was Damian Priest. They For all the reasons you just said, they're completely... Putting over Bad Bunny. And he don't need to be put over. But he still put over Bad Bunny. He did it so graceful. And just one takeaway I had, I remember watching when the end of the match and they kind of did a quick shot to him on outside of the ring on the ground. And and before even that part, throughout the match, he had had this hard, stone cold face. And one, to live in that moment, to know that he's probably have all the goosies and excitement inside because he's wrestling. But to see him on the outside of the ring, I felt so damn proud of him. Just that whole match. I'm not even Latina. And when I saw that, I'm like, I'm just proud. Like, I'm an honorary Latina because that's how, how I am that night. Of- just, just like <laughs> I am right. was honorary Ooze, we were all honorary <laughs> right. Latinas and Latinos. It's like, serious. <laughs> it felt so good. I mean, it felt so good. And just to know, like, I, I felt bad for him because he was on the outside of the ring while all of the pompous circumstances. Um, cir- 
circumstances was having happening in the ring. But damn, I was just like, Damon, not only did you put on, you still have to be on the outside, but I know if, if he was happy and it was so much proud and pride there. So he is my MVP of the night. You guys caught it. I also have Damian Priest. And I mean, I can't add anything more to what you guys said. So that's a, we all hit that one. Best match. Last one from Backlash. I think, E, Sean, you think you already gave us yours already. Did you not? No, because I, I can go Ooh. through a lot of them. Gives it, like the show ah, itself okay. from top to bottom mm-hmm. was great. Like I said, I went into that show, you know, like it's, it's funny, like when, uh, when Matt and I have our fan arguments, he always calls me a cynical. I, I, I can also always tell when, he, when I'm getting under his skin, he called me cynical. Oh, he's mad now. I've, I've, but, called, I've called him cynical twice because he's had trash ass takes. Now it's I'm always calling him cynical. Gee, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, are you it's, kidding it's, me it's, right now? It's not, it's not just on the show. This, this is for years. This is for years. I should have run had a notebook. Um, <laughs> but I, I actually went into uh, this show very cynical. I, I'm like, you know, I, to be honest, so I, I have my work TV now, right? So I can game, right, and I can watch wrestling at the same time. Something's hot popping off. Um, you know, I'll switch. And give the game in a, a second. So I started the show on the work TV, right? Went to Bianca and I went into Sky and quit qu- very quickly. I had to switch to the big screen to watch this match. I, I, I couldn't stop, keep my eyes off that match. Bad Bunny and Priest, amazing match. Um, but I'm going to go with Cody and Brock because, God damn it, we finally got it right. With a Cody <laughs> win at the end of the night. And our music playing at the end for that hot Puerto Rican crowd. That was mentioned tonight because they finally did right by my man, Cody. They finally did right for Dusty, Sonny, and Eshan in one night. Thank you, WWE. I'm not going to give Vince McMahon any credit. Um, but thank you. Match of the night for me. Hey, co- hey, what's Cody's middle name today? Sean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How you spell it? S H A W N. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely has the the W in there, right? <laughs> you can't have the U like me. It's definitely the W. Got it. Matt, I think you and I are going to have the same. I think we're going to be aligned on this one. Um, so I don't want to steal your thunder, but I'm going to say my match of the year candidate. I'm going with EO and Bianca. I think that match was absolutely incredible for all the reasons y'all have already said coming out to that hot ass crowd and them well receiving them very much. So Bianca getting booed and cheered, but booed and cheered and working right through it. Same thing with EO. I thought that what we wanted for her to do was show who she is and what she can be. She absolutely showed out and showed it that she could do that. And I'm happy that she was able to do it in front of that crowd that actually appreciated her. Um, I'm a little bit mad that Bailey and Dakota came out, but I guess that's the whole point of how the match had to end too. Um, but overall, that was actually my match of the night. Yep. I um, I tweeted out as soon as the match was over, we have another match of the year candidate. And it was that. It was absolutely that. You guys heard the podcast last week. This is what I was most excited for from an in-ring perspective. And they delivered in spades. And of course, the crowd really added to it by turning Bianca in that match. And I, I, I love Bianca kind of had to look like, all right, okay. But it stopped there. I would have, and I understand you can't. I know why you can't because she's too much of a face right now. But I would have loved for her to heal it up just a little bit, 
kind of the way Rock did against Hogan. I was about to say Rock. When they had their, when they had their flip at WrestleMania 17, mm-hmm. where Rock completely kind of turned heel, Hogan turned face. EO turned face in that match, but Bianca was still kind of face too. Uh, you know, and that's not even that, that, that match to me was just, like I said, match of the year candidate. Some of the spots they had in that match, the story they told in that match that really put EO. If anybody had not seen EO and NXT, they may have thought to themselves, I don't see the hype. I don't get the hype. I'm sure they get the hype now. And I am really excited to see what they do with damage control going forward. We know they're going to end up splitting up. We know it's probably going to, I don't know how fast the burn is going to be. But even when they came down to the ring, Dakota was trying to grab Bailey. Like, no, let's not do this. I don't know if you guys caught that or not. And Bailey, of course, backfired, and you got the one, two, three, uh, and that was a way to go. Of course, we, you know, you don't take the belt off of Bianca yet. It'd be interesting to see who our next feud is going to be with. Speaking of next feuds, just real quick, Natty, love, I love Natty to death. I think Natty is going to have a job for life i think don't say she but. could retire right now and be the best women's trainer that the wwe could possibly have but mm. that can't be Rhea's next feud it can't be now if that's if that's her feud just for saudi i still don't like that and it has nothing to do with natty it has nothing to do with natty but we know typically when we see Natty is one of two reasons. It's because she's going against a rookie and she's going to help guide them through the match or the feud or because it feels like, oh, we don't have anybody else. Natty's going to give them a good match. Throw Natty into the feud. Natty ain't been on no winning streak. Natty ain't doing nothing. And she just comes out. And now I'm supposed to expect that Rhea's championship is like, in peril because Natty decided it's time. I hated that on Raw. You jumped. He said, you jumped he, said, he, said <laughs> he said, Natty ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Negative Natty. Don't tell me y'all, y'all, did y'all like that? Y'all like that? But y'all, was Listen, y'all like, hell yeah, Natty's on, Natty's on deck. She's next to Rhea. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that what y'all said Monday? No, but I'm not about to throw oh, her okay. under the bus like that. But I was gonna. Say, I didn't though, throw her under the bus. She, no, you're right. We you're all right, know you did, you did. Nobody will you ever did. say that she's she's bad. For sure. Nobody. No. no, she's great in the ring. Mm-hmm. But we know what it is when we see her, and that's mm-hmm. due to that's due to their booking. Just like Big yep. Show toward the end of his career, we knew what it was when we saw Big Show. Yeah, they're going they're going to throw Big Show in there, get a couple of cheap wins, just for him to lose his next big match and feud. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same thing with Natty. Real quick, um the match of the night for me. Did you think for a hot second when um, Bailey and Dakota came out when they came in like they, their yellow gear, did you think for one second like I did that maybe, just maybe EO's going to win? No, I didn't. Just because that wouldn't have made sense to how the match was constructed. See, so you think like, the wrestling's so technical. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but if you watch that match, we talked about how, like, okay, E is kind of the face in this match, right? She's leaning into it. The the spots in that match, she wasn't cheating. There was nothing about that match that would have made it seem like, okay, Demetro is going to cheat for her to win the championship. The only way that would have made sense is if she's like, I don't want to win it that way, and then we get the finish, but then you don't put Bianca's year-long title reign right. 
for that. You know what I mean? So like when, when I saw that, I was like, okay, well, this is how she's actually going to lose. That was actually my first. Got thought. it. Okay. So like, here's, they came on that WrestleMania thing, um, gear. Hey, Rhodesia, to answer your question. Um, so, you know, most of the time I'm a very, I, I'm not really emotional. I keep like a even thing about me. So I kind of don't really get up for things like I should. I usually don't get down. But this match had me up. So this, mm-hmm. I, I became one of those emotional wrestling fans. And my, was how, how's the phrase going wrestling? Just to, to, to suspend your disbelief? Yeah. yeah. Right? They have they. I was on the four right, so for me, I thought, oh my gosh, there might be a chance that you know Sky could actually win this match because of that very scenario, right? Because they started. I was buying into the near falls. They had they had me. I was in for the story. Now the technical guy in me, and that I am in my heart, I knew that okay, you know this reaction wasn't planned for Sky, right? And the story isn't there. During the match, yes, we need to get yeah. Bianca to be the mo- one of the most celebrated women in wrestling. Um, so, like, yes, like I didn't, I, I didn't think for a moment as a logical fan that she would win, but as an emotional fan, as I was in that moment, I, I bit, I bit. I'm like, <laughs> oh snap, B is in trouble. <laughs> B is definitely in trouble. But hey, I got a question for you guys. Let's stay with the backlash for a minute before we uh, move on to the next. Um, let's keep with the women. Um, it's been a little discussion that I heard, and you know, it, I didn't even think about it during the match, but we think about, um, you know, Drew McIntyre at at the at the castle that he should have won, you know, he should have beat Roman for the title during that time period, right? Because of the reaction, it would have been a, a great move for the crowd. Did that also apply for Puerto Rico with Selena? Should she no. have? won no. the championship. And the reason why I say that, because I was listening to, uh, I saw a little bit of discussion online, but also I was listening to Busted Open and Billy Ray was super big mad that she didn't win that title that night. And for me as a fan, you know, I didn't think she had a, any chance in hell in winning the match. And I don't know if if we, anybody anticipated her getting the type of superstar queen reaction she got. Um, so I think you guys already answered, but do you guys think that was a, a wrong move? No, it wasn't a wrong move. She should not have won. And I think she probably would have known that deep down inside that she should not have won either. She won just because of the reaction she got her being able to dedicate this, the biggest match of her life to her late father. She won in all the other aspects, not winning that title. No. Yeah. I think that that would have been. It would have been a fantastic moment. Sure. Absolutely. Would have been a great moment. Rhea could have came out on Raw Monday. Was she on Raw or she on SmackDown? Who? Who's that? Is Rhea's Rhea on Raw. On, she's on Raw, she's on right? Raw. Yeah. And Zelina's on SmackDown, isn't she? Correct. I thought it switched. So that, that in itself is the reason why you can't do it. Um, unless is Zelina. Well, no, Zelina is. She's back down. Where's the L- I thought the LWO was on Raw. Remember, I believe Rhea, where, where, where she is. Yeah. Rhea's on Raw. Whatever now. we was. Right. The whole Judgment Day is on Raw. Yeah. Is but the, the, funny, the funny thing is that, you know, Rhea is the SmackDown champion. Yeah. They, they, got, they got to do, and we got to see about that because that's all the way around, right? Like, yeah. Uh, well, the tag Bianca team title has, champions has, they have both titles. They're undisputed. So it's really yeah, just undisputed. the women's. 
So yeah. yeah, so so it's a swap we got to do again, which I hate that swap. That doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Last um, time we had a swap, we saw what happened. <laughs> with Charlotte and Becky, we saw the last time. Oh, yeah. was a swap. And, real, and, and that was a real that was a real heated exchange, right? <laughs> and Becky's back, so shout out to her. Uh, but no, I think, I, I, I think it would have been a great moment, but it wouldn't been needed. I, I think she got her flowers in that ring by herself for that whatever long it was, sixty seconds, ninety seconds after the match. I'm good with it. I can see, I can definitely see arguing it, but then it's the matter of. I'm not a hot potato fan. That's a hot potato because there's no way Rhea's not going to get that belt back. What next week, you know, at, yeah. at, at Saudi. Um, so for me, she got, she received what she needed to receive. And I was completely good with that. That's a good question though, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think? Do you think they should have put it on her for a few weeks or are you good with the way it was? No, I'm right there with you. Um, I was really surprised by the conversation because, you know, Rhea was, is or was the hot girl. You know, like she, this was her first, <laughs> no, her you, first you, uh, defense. You, you have just set up a fantastic segue with that question that I just thought about. Go ahead. But you know, she was, she, 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 this is her first defense. So she's going to lose, you know, the title because, you know, Selena's gotten like a queen's reaction in Puerto Rico. Now, I don't know. I can't think of the reaction she's gotten before that, but I don't think she was hot going into that match. She had a fantastic match or an awesome reaction, um, but to kind of cut Rhea down because of a crowd. Um, and going into talking about the crowd, Matt, you mentioned it earlier. You know, I, I the Puerto Rico the Puerto Rico show, and even the 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 class the castle, right? The fan reaction people were giving at, at that at that show. As the reaction that uh, AW is probably going to get when they get to Rim- uh, Wembley uh, Stadium, mm-hmm. isn't it great to get, to go to these these shows where these fans are just rabid and they just want wrestling and they're they're just feeling it and they're reacting to everything? You know, it kind of it kind of makes me think about when AW kind of goes to Chicago. Now, I'm, I'm sure Chicago, you guys live there. I'm sure you guys are you know giving them good reactions. But I would say probably a couple years ago when AW started, you know, you guys were probably giving you know, scale of 110, like everything, 20s, right, when they were coming mm-hmm. in. But they had kind of yeah. flooded the market so much that at least for me as a fan, when I'm watching it on TV, their reaction just doesn't seem to be there as much because, like, you know, WWE, AEW, they're going to the same markets pretty consistently. Puerto Rico shows that if you go to a, a market you're not hitting on a consistent basis, when you get there, like, the fans are going to be there with you for the entire night. So these co- these companies have to find out how they can kind of go to get to newer markets, um, you know, and, and not kind of over saturate, uh, saturate. That's thank you. Um, the market with their content going to the same markets over and over again. I think that definitely would, would be helpful for us as a viewer and also for those companies. But Hey, we gotta why, get- why, why do that when you could just pipe in music I mean, pipe in noise? Yeah, they tried that Monday. Trash ass Jacksonville. <laughs> hey, Chase, Chase, Jacksonville, if we have some viewers and listeners, hey, Ishan and Rhodesia, we love you. Okay? <laughs> we, just want, we just want you, you know, to come back with a little more energy. Maybe the, the crowd had COVID and they were sick. Hey, it shouts out to Rhodesia. Hey, Rhodesia is sick right now. You would never know that she was sick. It's like, when I'm sick, I'm a big baby, man. I, my energy is off. I'm, I'm, I'm out of it. But no, you would never know that Rhodesia is sick of the dog right now. So, shouts out to her. Thank you. Lafayette, um, Louisiana. And, if, and if, if, if I am not mistaken, that is the other 
really it, bad you miss crowd. One, Matt. You missing one, Matt. Is which it Milwaukee? Is I think it's like Wisconsin, Milwaukee. No, one of those right no it wasn't Milwaukee. Which oh, it, wasn't was, it was somewhere Bay. up here. It was somewhere, it's somewhere around here. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, it's somewhere in that area. You hey, guys those, got those, lives out, man. Those guys, <laughs> hey, those areas, we, we love you too. We just want you to bring a little more energy. That's yeah. all. No, we, we love everybody. I'm just saying y'all don't deserve another show until like 2027. Oh, I swear. I think that should be a thing. And I understand, hey, it's all about the dollars. Because even... Uh, Jacksonville, I believe, was the biggest gate in history in that arena Monday. Oh, wow. Um, but I really think it should be, if you don't bring it crowd-wise, you <laughs> are docked cool. for a minimum of 72 months. That's not it's cool. It's just like a car note. It's just like a car contract. 72 months, figure it out. Uh, but, E, you were talking about the in international pieces. Got to shout out Nick Khan. That was his doing. Okay. He said, hey, we need to go out to these outside the United States. You look at the success of Clash at the Castle. You look at the success of when they hit um, was in Canada? Of course, Puerto Rico just now. They're going to be in the UK or London for uh, Money in the Bank here in a couple months. That was not a thing before they said, okay, we need to start going out to these different markets. And we weren't having Saturday pay-per-views either. So as much as we like to rag, or you guys, not you guys being YouTube, but the the IWC like to rag on Nick Khan. He's done some really good things for us as fans of the product. So shout out to him for that. Uh, the thing that you said, E, that kind of got me talking, you were talking about... Hot girl. Wins. Yeah, no, you're talking about wins and losses. And uh, I saw this post, this Twitter post earlier this week. I sent to you guys, I'm like, hey, we should bring this up on the podcast. And basically what it said was wrestlers and companies take wins and losses too serious. And it's better to have somebody lose than not have them on TV at all. Let me ask you guys, do wins and losses matter in pro wrestling? I can only answer yes or no. Can I add any commentary? You can do what you want to do. Wins and losses shouldn't count based off how they produce the match and the story that they're trying to tell. I think that if you are trying to build people, they absolutely do count because what the problem that I'm having with AEW is that I'm supposed to believe in this new person, but then they lose week after week after week after week. So to me, you've already told me that they're not important enough to get a victory because again, this is predetermined. So to me, it shouldn't matter but I think it's important that it matters for those that when you're building characters. Um, absolutely. I, I think that, you know, going back as being an old school fan, like myself, you know, wins and losses definitely mattered in the previous eras of wrestling. Um, so it's, it's kind of difficult seeing how things are, today a little bit um because wins and losses they do matter for instance like we talked i just talked about it, like it, how would how does it look for Rhea, a dominant world champion right not only just a dominant world champion a dominant woman she's stepping in the face of like you no know, men right she's getting in their face you know and Fighting it looks like she might be able to whoop up on some of these dudes right so if she were to lose in puerto rico on her first title defense like, and this time she steps in uh, Solo's face, Solo can say, hey, let me go get Selena. 
I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you doing? What, what are we doing? Wins and losses definitely do matter. And they, they matter more than people think because for a long time, you know, WWE would have someone lose and lose and lose and lose like Natty, right? Natty loses every single match, every single feud. She has for years. She's lost and she's lost. But they keep at some point putting her back in the title picture. And I'm, suppo- I'm supposed to sit there and sus- suspend my disbelief and think that she has a shot in winning this match? No, to be honest with you. Um, to be honest with you, that's, that's how I feel with the Barcelona going to the Puerto Rico match. Uh, you know, she hasn't really had a, a spectacular win-loss record going into that, that title match. How am I going to think that she has any shot at winning that match? And why am I going to be invested in it? Um, so definitely wins and losses matter. Um, I'm not sure we got to the point to where some of the promoters and fans or wrestlers think they don't, but they certainly do. I think that is some type of new age. I'm old guy, get off my lawn type thinking that wins and losses don't matter. I know I'm, we're just in the minority in general with wrestling, right? Like, the ones that really dissect it, really have conversations on it, it's probably, what, 5% of the entire wrestling watcher population? So I understand that. But I also understand how you make stars. You guys have heard me on my soapbox before about this. Just really quick and run this down. If wins and losses didn't matter, Roman Reigns wouldn't be the biggest wrestler in the world <laughs> right now. Wins and losses didn't matter. Bianca Belair wouldn't be one of the more recognizable women's wrestlers right now wins and losses didn't matter we wouldn't be clamoring for cm punk to come back here in a few weeks to aew wins and losses didn't matter we wouldn't love kenny omega the way we do after the series with him and okada in wrestle kingdom those are just like three or four examples off the top of my head that if you take away those wins we look at those wrestlers in completely different eyes they absolutely matter and i get irritated when I hear that they don't matter because they do matter. I keep going back to bandito. So I was really, really, really high on bandito. I think he's somebody that you can absolutely do pretty significant things with in your promotion. I just looked up and bandito since he has arrived in AEW, has two wins, four losses. Oh my gosh. And I believe the two, and I believe the two wins, if I'm not mistaken, happened on dark and rampage. <laughs> He's dead in the water for what he could be. Because for me, wrestling is about emotion and stars. And in order to make stars, you got to get emotionally invested in them. And you got to get them hot. And how do you do that? There is a plethora of ways. Promos, angles, storylines, matches. But somewhere in there, they got to put some wins together. It absolutely matters. And I would rather you not even have a match. If you're going to lose the majority of them, then have the match just so I can say, oh, that was a fantastic match, but you've lost again. And now I don't believe there's anything planned for you going forward. And I am maybe in the minority on that, but that that's how I feel. They absolutely matter. So I can see... Okay, no, no. I don't see that, but just playing devil's advocate, I could probably see why someone said in that question that you asked, the later half of it about, but y'all would rather them not even be on TV 
than to, you know, lose. So, yes, I think everybody who goes either to AEW or WWE, oh, sorry, they would want to be on TV. That's, I guess, that's the, that is the whole point, to get to WWE, get to the big leagues. I'm just saying that figuratively here. Get to the big leagues and get on TV. So I do think that that is important. If I could just get TV time, that means I'm, I'm doing something. I could build something. Um, but for me, being the fan that I am, like how you said, how you are, maybe we are minority of the minority, that does matter like hugely because if for Bandito and that example there, I don't, I didn't know much about Bandito outside of what you told me about, you know, his history before him. I could have gotten hype off of him because he would have had a win after win after win after win, but he didn't. So to me, I don't, he's, he's a non-factor to me at this point. And I don't think based off how you talk so highly of him, that shouldn't be the case. So and that's, I can yeah, see, and, and that and, and that's just one example. I, I keep going mm-hmm. back to him because he's somebody that just you know debuted you know six months ago. I'm like, okay, they can do something big with him. We can say the same in WWE, you know, yeah. where where they debut. Like I said, Triple H has not hit on all of his returns for sure. Where it's like, oh, that person lost. Hmm. Okay. Like I don't. I I personally don't watch wrestling just for moves. I need to be invested. We talked about like just going to impact, right? I, we were super invested in Trinity. That got us excited to go back to these next shows. Now I'm here for Trinity. Get me excited about the other people and how you do that. Of course, is through characters. Yes, through matches, but somebody has got to get hot. I need to be emotionally invested in somebody. And it's hard to be emotionally invested in somebody if they lose consistently. Because what am there I invested in? Nobody wants go. to invest in a loser. There you go. And even to your point of, I forgot who it was. It might even be Brock that I have this selective uh, memory for. I think you said that some of the, his his last few big matches, he's he's lost. The, but he, the but majority, he's been, the majority yeah. of his, and that's even before the Taker streak. And of mm-hmm. course, we don't remember that now because, because he went on right. one of the best runs in the history of the business exactly. after he beat Taker. But before that, he lost the majority of his main event matches. And and so he to did. me. They built him that way. They built him. I remember when I first saw Brock Lesnar, he had no neck. I mean, that's how big they made him larger than life when he first debuted into WWE. So that it was my lasting impression to the point where I think you and I even argue like Brock has been winning, but he hasn't. <laughs> but because they originally built that character to be important, that you should care about this person, even though I don't like him, but that just means he's doing his job very well. But that that's important. I didn't realize he lost all these big matches, but I, I I get your point there. I would rather you not even be on TV. I, I would rather you not be on TV. If that means we're going to have a fair shake or if that wrestler is going to have a fair shake at having a, a good trajectory. Cause otherwise you're going to be on TV. You're going to have 20 matches and win three. And then not right. where we're and, at. And, and of course we're talking about winning or losing consecutive matches. We're not talking about just a one-off yeah. where, okay, hey, it's time to pull the belt off of Roman now or it's time to pull the belt off Bianca mm-hmm. or, hey, Moxley, it's time for you to finally lose because you've been winning. And we're, no, we're talking about Moxley. We look up and now Moxley's lost five in a row. Moxley ain't Moxley <laughs> if he loses five in a row. <laughs> Which, right. man, holy hell, was that main event last night ridiculous on Dynamite? <laughs> are we are we going there now? <laughs> we can't. I mean... If you guys got anything else WWE related, shoot. I just don't. But when we don't, talked when we talked about what we was gonna do today. I'm like, listen, all I got, what I say, all I got is backlash and dynamite. 
that that's all I have Man. for this week, which I guess is important, right? But <laughs> but it's I'm like thinking e- about Ishan e- e- is completely not paying attention. I think he sometimes forgets like we're on video. I don't know if he was just doing like work emails right there or what, but he was in his own little world for those but he eight is, minutes. He is. He is. He he messaged us. He messaged us. <laughs> oh, my bad. Yo, I, I see it right there. My yeah. bad, man. I blew your spot up. I digress. Let's keep the show going in. Either E, you can keep going with us or keep going back to what you we'll hold it down for you. Radija, you, you kinda you you said it. That main event on Dynamite. I had lower expectations on. I don't I don't know why. Anything with Kenny Omega, I should not have low expectations right. on. Shame on you. Shame on you. Um they killed oh, it. Oh, Ishan's back. That, that was that was a hell of a main event on Dynamite. Um, you know how pissed I am gotta, though because I missed I missed last year um, when they went to Detroit. You and Matthew got to blood go. And guts. Yep. Blood and guts. I miss blood and guts, and I miss Dynamite. There. Wow. I'm angry. I'm big man now. So did, did you think the match was going to be what we saw? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about the violence. I don't think anybody thought we'd see broken glass and the cage breaking and thinking that Kenny completely blew his leg out and Moxley has a concussion in his brain spilling all over the floor at Little Caesars Arena. Not that, but did we? Did you think that match was what it was going to be heading into that show? Okay. Um, yes, but because. Kenny has never let me down. And honestly, Moxley has really never let me down. He, my complaint with Moxley was always that he he bled it within the first 30 seconds of a match. But outside of that, either one of them has never let me down in a match, at least in my memory, my recollection. But the layers to that and what happened after the match, if we're going to go there now, hell has frozen over. So the first time when hell froze it over, it was when Vince retired. This is the second time hell has fro- frozen over. What? It's funny, too, because he talked about how, like, for EO and Bianca, he was just he was on the ride. Right. He was just enjoying it. That's how I was in that match last night. <laughs> so I get on Twitter after and people were like, hey, we saw it coming, but it finally happened. And I'm thinking, like, I didn't see that coming. at I, all. I didn't see that coming in the slightest. <laughs> That Don was going to turn on Kenny at that point. I knew eventually it was going to happen, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't think to myself during that main event like Don's going to cost Kenny th- this match at all. And then to stab him with the screwdriver. screwdriver. I mean, and how violent was it? Did they with glass, like broken glass, not this shattered glass where it goes. I, there's an actual term for it when the glass breaks into these little pieces, these little pebbles. No, this is straight. I had a beer bottle. I cracked that bottle outside and now it's in his bag. Mm-hmm. How sick was that? Oh my God. Overall, <sighs> just, it was, it was, it was great. It, it was, I thought it was the perfect balance of hardcore violence, wrestling, and it fit. Mm-hmm. It fit because of the stakes that we've been seeing with the elite and the Blackpool Combat Club leading up all these weeks. It wasn't just violence for the sake of violence. It was, no, this is a beef. Now, granted, of course, they go back mm-hmm. years and years and years. Hell, we know Moxley was the one that jumped Kenny in his first uh, appearance. You know, he 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 got oh, Jericho okay. was in the ring. Jericho's in the ring celebrating. 
and Moxley comes in and lays both both guys out. Oh, so we know man, that. Hey, I forgot about that. There, there is history there. But if you want to look at just you know over the last few weeks or not, what we saw made sense. Now I, I'm going to have to assume we're getting blood and guts again this year. I don't know. I thought they were going to do the outsiders. What do they call it? Outcasts? The outcasts. Talk about the women? Yeah. I thought it was going to be a women's blood and guts when this first started. That feud is not hot enough to put them in blood (laughs) and guts. This is, though. Mm -hmm. Now, it's only, what, three? Well, let's think this through. So you have Blackpool Combat Club, which is Brian, Cesaro, and it's only three of them, right? Um, it's the um, yeah, it is. Why am I leaving? Why is this leaving leaving my mind? I call him Japanese. And then it's only three in the now. elite. Because I was thinking, okay, you bring Hangman in, that makes four. But okay, so maybe you don't do blood and guts. But I, but I think that this feud is warranting something like that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. do. But just fantastic stuff, man. I mean, the dynamite this week was uh, it brought back memories of mm-hmm. what AW. And, and like, I hate to say what they used to be or what they could be again, because it's not like the show has just completely sucked, but it has lost some of that specialness when you watch Dynamite, if you've been watching from day one. Last night kind of felt like some of that came back. And I think it was, and in, in Miro coming back mm-hmm. was great. Thunder Rosa coming back. Lightning. Was great. So you, you kind of had some of those surprises, those legit surprises. You had great matches. You had Tony, of course, out there talking about uh, next week. He's going to give a major announcement. I think we kind of know what that announcement is. We can talk about that in a second. Uh, but it was kind of like it had that, that legit feel of you don't know what's coming in each segment. And I do think some of that has gone away. And now I don't expect that every single week. But with a new show coming, Punk yeah. coming back, who else knows who... They're signing. They just announced a couple of days ago that they are going to TD Gardens for the first time in Boston, which is where the Celtics play. That's the biggest arena that they can book in Boston. We know who's from Boston. Is it a perfect time now to bring her in? Who's from Boston? We'll see. Oh, oh, oh snaps. <laughs> Tickets going on this Friday for that. That's, that show was in July. No, I, I'm not. I'm not falling for Mercedes for Mercedes anymore. I'm just saying. I'm going to wait until imagine. she gets where she's going. That's what I, I, I ain't doing that with y'all anymore. Miro, Thunder Rosa, CM Punk, Mercedes. I mean, uh, if, you know whoever Bandito. else you want to maybe <laughs> kind of throw out there. Yeah, he's going to lose again. Uh, <laughs> they 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 have a they have a huge summer and fall heading their way, but. I know you said you had some things on Dynamite. What did you have? So I'm just going to just start off in the beginning. Uh, I thought, and that's why I had to write down a little bit more notes and then go back to it to see how I really felt. I thought I was just on that backlash hangover. Like I was still feeling like that honeymoon. I was still feeling good because the, ju- what was it called? The Double Jeopardy match had Claudio in there. And I'm like, oh my God, Claudio's still on a TV again. Right? And I'm like, hold up. This match was hella good. Hella good. And the stories they were telling about it, and and um, to Eddie, well wishes for you. I think he had, what, hernia surgery? Hernia. He just had. Yeah, yeah so um, may he heal from that super quick. But that match started off at any other time. I would have been like, oh, my God. 
Claudio starting off the show, but it actually was a really great match. And from that, it just kept going. It kept going. It kept going. I had some high hope for it last week because of when they mentioned like the House of Black Rules match they were having. I was actually kind of mm-hmm. hyped, you know, coming up for this Wednesday, but they did not let me down. And you're right. It felt almost reminiscent of early on AEW. Like, no, so for me. Yeah, it was. And I, I think what they were able to do was, and they, they popped a great rating too. Oh, so gotta okay. shout that out. I, th- I think they did eight hundred and nine, eight hundred and seventy-seven thousand or eight hundred seventy-three thousand, which is up from last week. They did seven hundred seventy-six thousand, and the highest-rated segment this week was nine hundred fifty-three thousand viewers. Woo. That is strong. Seeing what they went up against, they had some stiff competition yesterday with other well, sports, sports on and, and things of that nature. Yep. Um. So it's time. It's time to get that. Get, get back going, you know, and of course a healthy wrestling business is the best. I, I put out something last week, you know, you just think about what we've seen in now in the last 10 to 14 days from a wrestling business perspective, Bad bunny, you know, Cole main eventing a show in his home country. You have AEW selling over 60,000 seats for their UK debut impact that more people are talking about impact than they have in years. And at least, I mean, I don't want to overstate it. E, tell me if I'm wrong, at least a decade. Is that crazy to say that? I mean, that, that was when, I mean, 10 years ago, I think AJ was already gone from impact, right? I think so. Well, he never went to NXT. He went straight into WWE. So I don't know. I don't know if he's trying. Are you back? Yeah, I'm here. I'm trying yeah. to think. I, uh, when she, Cause he left impact. And then went to New Japan. Right. He was in New Japan for years. A a year. No, about a year and a half. Wasn't there super long? And then he went to WWE. I can't. How long ago was that? I mean, so, okay. So we at least can say five years. Five, six, seven years. At least five years. Six, seven. Yep. That's incredible. And, like, we should be applauding that. That, hey, everybody's doing better today than they were yesterday. You know the wrestling business is super, super healthy. So, uh, back back to dynamite. Um, was there anything else you wanted to, to highlight? Oh, I really enjoyed, of course, the House of Black mm-hmm. match. It was not lost on me that Rick Knox never calls anything in the world. The match could be going on for two minutes outside the ring. He's still stuck on three. People could be all in the ring. Doesn't matter. Nobody tagged. Rick Knox not calling nothing. Last night they had him refereeing a match that had extra rules. <laughs> that is not lost on me. That that was like that. That's Ridiculous. the irony there, right? <laughs> but yeah, I, I I thought that was really good. I, I'm about to I'm about to have another hot take here, and this is on Dynamite, so I can't speak for Elevation, Elevation Dark. I actually don't even know the names of them. Sorry, but <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say it. This is a question though. Is the only, oh, this is about to come off really bad. Um, I feel that Anna J's best matches are street fights or DQ, um, no DQ type matches. Is that because her work rate in technical wrestling is still not there? Well, you know, I, I think a street fight is kind of hard to pull off in a lot of ways as well. 
Um, you know, now the thing about a street fight, they don't have to kind of adhere to traditional rules and maybe even selling some of the stuff, right? Because they're 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 legit getting hit with stuff. <laughs> like so it's easier mm-hmm, to sell mm-hmm. if you're legit in pain. Um, but I will say that probably was her best match to date. I didn't think of it in that way, to be honest with you, but that was her best match to date. I think it was Julia's best match to date as well. And I would um, think so too. On Dynamite at least for me. Certainly had the certainly has the right shirt. Um You know what, y'all. I asked the question. I asked the question about street fights, not about the apparel. And we gotta but give it I, up all the way around, right? We get for the marketing, <laughs> you know, it, it was on point. Top notch. If you, guys, if you guys don't know, her shirt says she has a fat ass and a bad attitude. She's a legend in my book. A marketing on legend. point. A hardcore legend. No lies. So yeah, there she goes. She's a hardcore. Detective. She's a hardcore um wrestler. There we go. Yes. <laughs> Maybe she should bring that division back or that whatever you call it. <laughs> the hardcore champion. Because to me, I feel like that is the only times I see her shine is when she has some type of street fight type hardcore match. And she you know, shines bright. Like last, she shines bright. I didn't like her last street fight match, to be honest with you. I did. You're talking this about the one, one Rampage, one the, the tag match? Yeah, I didn't I didn't necessarily like that match i i think her i think some of the her her um when she missed the table yeah you know that yeah. that's the one you're talking about that was the one that was on rampage yeah yeah, yeah I, I felt really bad for her kind of took me out of the match um it, it that's that match seemed really dangerous so for me as a fan i was getting it's kind of took out from that match but yeah I, i'm with you though rhodesia i did definitely think that was one of her best showings hey i don't know if you guys mentioned i had to step away for a second um but christian man what a master heel <laughs> what a master heel, right? And we talked about the the piped in booze on Raw. You know, those wasn't them, them weren't piped in booze. Those was legit crowd heat. My home city, yes, but again, nice, legit crowd heat. It, it was, it was not this. It was legit heel heat. It was legit heel. And, and and what a master Christian is too. Because at the end uh, of that promo, he said, uh. You know, hey, Detroit, kiss my ass, right? And he just stormed off, and all you see is his ass, right? So, like, legit. Like, well, what a what a master. I didn't see his ass, so <laughs> maybe I have to go back and look. I'm not sure what you were looking at, but I absolutely did not see his ass. Was that before or after Anna Jay's match? That may have been why. <laughs> I want to say before. Let me look. Let me look at my notes. I don't know. Okay. I, don't know. I mean, you all didn't right. legit see his ass. But, oh, you know, okay. Okay. All right. Got it. Yeah, got it. But, you know, the, the way he said kiss my ass, and he kind of – Turned around and stormed off, right? Because you know, like Lucha Sword is still left in the ring, right? <laughs> he stormed up like he stormed he up like stormed, Cody. Yeah, he just stormed <laughs> off. Oh man! I, like, <laughs> hey, the memes that the internet created off that 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 gorilla walk that Cody did on that, on that show. <laughs> Sometimes they undefeated. I love uh, I love what Christian did, and it was so simple, but it was so effective. He started the the promo just by saying. Detroit, shut up. <laughs> got him hook, got him hook, line, and sinker. And all I need is heat. I said that so you can give me heat throughout this entire promo because it's going to add to what I am saying. And it was masterful because it, it didn't come across. If you didn't know any different, you're just like, man, this guy is really hated. No, he told the crowd to do exactly what they did. Of course, Detroit was there to continue that heat throughout the entire promo, but he set it up perfectly. He set it up perfectly. 
once again, enjoyed it. I do have a little bit of an issue, though, with why he is the TNT number one contender. I know he said, you know, last night, because I'm Christian. Dude, last time we saw you, like, Jungle Boy killed you, throw you in the casket, I, and you dropped. I think they, but then they say, like, they said on commentary that he has the best record, just <laughs> winning the loss. I think that he has, like, the most wins right now. I thought You they can't get a championship <laughs> shot after losing a match. Like, you died. You haven't wrestled you since a, then. Yeah, your casket dropped. You fell to hell. <laughs> it, just, it just can't happen, man. That can't happen. Like, you know what? Put him in there with Bandito on a rampage. <laughs> Bandito still lose. He'll get his win back, get some momentum going. <laughs> what else from uh, Dynamite you guys want to talk about? So when are we going to see Miro and Thunder? Got to keep watching. AKA <laughs> Collision in a few weeks on Saturdays. Right. I, I missed the Thunder reference. But, you know, we, one of the press releases that I recently read said that, uh, you know, Rampage was become will kind of become like their version of Sunday Night Heat or something like that. Oh, wow. And I was like, their version of Sunday Night, like, it's, that's what it is now. <laughs> like, like, I, think, I think it's less than. I oh, think it's more on, like Wrestling on. Challenge. All my old, old school wrestling WWF challenge. wrestling fans know about Wrestling Challenge. It was on Sunday. It was all squash matches for the most part. You could miss Challenge. You couldn't miss Superstars. You could miss Challenge. Superstars was on Saturdays, it's, right? Yes. It, okay, it okay. is it is wrestling challenge for AEW. <laughs> I've never heard uh, of this. Spe- yeah, see? I just oh, yeah, Wikipedia, my Wikipedia moment. I'm gonna pull that up. Go ahead, keep talking. Hey, no, wrestling wrestling challenge was legit too because back then we only got one hour wrestling a week, and you know wrestling was WWF at the time was hot. So to get a second show was good for me. Now I, I gotta be honest with you, maybe my mind, I, I, superstars were squash matches too though. It was, but it wasn't like Challenge. Challenge was like the second tier. Like, Hogan was never on Challenge unless it was a promo package. Like, you would get Warrior maybe on there, but, like, typically you didn't get, like, your top guys on Challenge. You got your top guys on Superstars. Um, Well, while you are kind of talking about that, they did say, I guess today or yesterday, uh, the new AEW TV deal is going to be announced next week at the TV Upfronts in New York City. That is what I'm going to assume Tony Khan was alluding to yesterday when he said, hey, we got a big announcement on next Wednesday show about the future of AEW. I think that's where, of course, they announced Collision. I am also hoping at the same time they announce that All In is going to be available on Max, which is the streaming service. They have still not said it is on pay-per-view. So I am hoping that, hey, we get some of that announcement too, but Positive, exciting times are here, guys. AEW is getting now a secondary first-run show, majority live, for two hours every Saturday. Uh, Looks like they also re-up their contract with WB Discovery. I saw one report that said it was worth a billion dollars. I don't know. I know that the financials have not been discussed yet. I don't know how long that's for, but... I think one of the things I'm really excited about for AEW is now that they're in their second term or a second contract for their TV rights, they're set for life. Unless Tony Khan wants to sell, he's good because now this contract is going to give them enough money to where when this deal goes up and just say worst case scenario, there's not another 
company or another TV provider that they want to go with, they can probably go strictly streaming if they want to. But the good thing about having that second deal is now they have facts to what they're going to talk about. This is our second deal. This is the money that we had. This is the money we generated, et cetera, et cetera. It's a big deal. It's a really, really big deal once again for the, the health of professional wrestling. So shout out to them. Let me go ahead and hit the, the round of applause for that because that's a really, really big deal. So we'll find out next week. I don't know if, if the financial terms will be known, but I'm sure that the official statement of collision will be here. And then that, of course, we know brings CM Punk. So that's something we kind of already knew. We already talked about collision. We knew that it was going to be under the Warner Brothers Discovery Network. Any thoughts on, hey, it's here, and it looks like it's two thumbs up, it's a go? And anytime you can grow, and he's a businessman, so I would imagine he's growing at the pace he wants to grow. If you can grow, bravo to you. Go go get it. And hopefully then the next step in this would be to go public. Yeah, big news for the company. Um, you know. You definitely want to see any company grow. This is, it looks like we're going to have AEW around for a long time. That's great news. Um, man, and we've been seeing Tony Khan popping up on this show a lot over the past couple of months, right? Like, I don't know if he's gotten some, some, uh, some ratings that he, when he comes on TV, it pops ratings or something like that. But we've seen him a lot. Um, I think next week's announcement might be, the best announcement that he's made because he's made like, you know, like, Hey, let you guys know we got a new TV <laughs> show coming out. Uh, you know, I mean, Tony, I, you could have put that in a press release, man. I was good. Right. He's had a lot of, I think lackluster announcements, you know, that he shouldn't have appeared on TV for, but I think mm-hmm. this is going to be a big one. And I think it's a great one. No, it is. It, it is for sure. Um, if you guys, of course, we don't know anything about collision yet. Right, but we know it's gonna be two hours. They're talking about it on Saturdays and be live the majority of the weeks. If you could only watch one show, once again, we don't know anything about who's gonna be on the show, how they're setting it up. It sounds like it's not gonna be as hard of a brand split as we thought initially. There will be some cross pollination on Wednesdays and Saturdays, but I'm betting money that Thunder Rosa is on Saturdays, Miro's on Saturdays. It only makes sense because we just saw him. Punk, of course, is going to be on Saturdays. Um, and we know they're going to need probably one or two other major stars to get us to tune in on a Saturday. If right now you had to pick, I can only watch one. I can only watch Dynamite Weekly or I can only watch Collision Weekly. Which show are you picking? Give me Dynamite. Hmm. You know, so I thought about something. Um if we kind of do legit get a soft brand split and if on Saturdays we get punk FTR, let's say we also get a Miro three of my favorites right there. If they get swerve and possibly like Malachi black Mm -hmm. in the house of black. Cause like what I'm thinking is that maybe, you know, it's not necessarily, you see, certain stars featured heavily on one show to others. And you have some other, you know, talent kind of interchangeable coming in back and forth in and out. But right. we get like a certain core superstars like punk Miro FTR, you know, swerve or the house of black. I'm watching on Saturday for those guys. And that's no, that's no shots against 
you know, the elite that I think we'll probably get them on Dynamite and whatever their crew is. But if you give me Miro's FTR Swerve or the House of Black, I'm I'm all in on that. See, and that's why I asked. I think that they're gonna whatever they present on Saturdays has got to be almost kind of like must watch. You're starting a brand new IP, and we saw with Rampage. Rampage started off really strong the first. I would even say six to eight weeks. And then it started being taped a little bit more. And then got some injuries. So we're saving everybody for dynamite. So we don't see a lot of people on rampage. And then it is what we know it to be now. But I do have to shout out if you guys did not watch last, I don't even know what day it came on. Cause they switched dates and time so much, not their fault, but uh, the Hardys match. But it was Ethan Friday, Page. but early. But it was early. Yeah, it was okay. It so was it was early, right, yeah, early yeah, Friday yeah. afternoon. We uh, <laughs> DVR'd it or TiVo, however you say yeah. it. That taped was fantastic. Go on, go out of your way to see it. I think it's up on YouTube. It. The, the full extended version of it, which was not on TV, and I heard about that was even better. But shout out to everybody involved in that. E, I know you aren't big into the Broken Universe anymore. You kind of over it. I'm sure you haven't seen it. Go out of your way to watch it. You are going to be. Uh, pretty impressed with just how the entertainment factor was of that. That that was awesome. I probably won't watch Rampage again, but Ooh. I did check that out, and I thought that was pretty good. Hey, you know, the only thing about this Collision show, before we get off of it, it's still on Saturday night from 8 to 10. And, you know, in their But does that fam- really matter anymore? Yes. Because, like, yes. Who, but who watches... Well, I say that because who's watching live TV? Well, I'm watching Dynamite live in general. I'm watching Raw live in general. So here, here's the question for me, because like their their audience skews young and, you know, from eight to 10 on Saturday, that's people are out. So does it matter? It it matters on how. How the ratings are done, I know. we. So like for me, I'm not going to be watching that collision show, even though I might prefer to watch that over Dynamite. I'm not watching that show every weekend from nine, eight to ten. It's just not going to happen. I'm probably going to watch it probably Saturday, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. You know, maybe, you know, Monday, you know, afternoon when I get off work or something like that. You know, so when does the rating count and matter for that type of show? Is it is it a, a day delay? Is it a half a day delay? Like how like how is that show viewed and how can it be rated as success based on when people watch it? Because I'm going to I'm going to think that a good portion of their audience is only is going to watch it on delay. It's going to watch it on DVR the next day or so afterwards for you know dynamite so when does the rating when is that when is my view count and when does it matter that's the question i have because i that's the only thing i think about that show is that i just don't think that that you know and i i heard back in the day the dvr rating mattered if it was the same i think it was like a certain hour time frame i mean, i, I want to say 24 hours or same day okay. or something like that i'm not sure anymore because things have changed because even a couple of years ago you know, sling and YouTube TV and things of that nature didn't matter or count towards the range, but they do now. So however they rate the the view and when does it matter is gonna to count to how successful it's gonna be because no one's gonna watch that show. Not I will not I won't say no one. A good chunk of their audience I don't think is gonna watch that same night. Or live. I think I think it's gonna depend on what they present because there's UFC fights damn near every Saturday, there's boxing fights every Saturday. Uh of course when WWE does their PLEs, it's on Saturday. They don't have any issues with ratings. So I think it's going to be what they present. And is it going to be a... 
Is it going to be appointment viewing? That, that's going to dictate how many people watch. I don't think it has anything to be completely honest. I really don't think it has anything to do with the day. This is the same argument we had when we found out that SmackDown was going to Friday years ago. Friday? Who the hell is watching TV and watching wrestling on Fridays? They're pulling two and a half million viewers a week now on SmackDown. Granted, they're on network TV, but it's just the, the argument of, man, Friday night is a bad night. That's when people go out and enjoy themselves. Uh, but once again, if it's good product, though, you're going to make it appointment viewing. So I think that's going to be more uh, of a thing. I, for me, which show is going to be one and which show is going to be one A? There's got to be a number one. As much as you can try to say, I'm going to try and to split this down. Be 50, dynamite. 50, that's not going to be a thing. So because I'm going to be honest with you. Because I'll be honest with you. If I don't get to watch um, Collision by Sunday, there's no way in hell I'm watching five hours of wrestling on Monday night. Me watching back Collision and watching WWE Raw. So if I don't get to watch it by Sunday, I'm probably not watching it. That's a good point, Rodriguez. That's 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 the thing, you know. If because you know, in the play devil's advocate with the Friday thing um, in WWE, they have a totally different audience. You know, like they have an it's older families. crowd, and it's families. families exactly. Mm-hmm. So families are what usually home, right? I'm not look. Hey, at this point, I'm home typically with with the wife. Um, but it's date night for us, right? We're, 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 I'm doing something together. And for her, date night isn't watching wrestling. So, like, we're going to be watching a movie. We're going to be doing something else. Um, but Fridays, family, older people, they're going to be home. AEW's audience is a younger audience. Now, are, is that audience, you know, Outlook, they're not even showing up for Rampage consistently, right? Like, you know, they're only getting half their audience on a Rampage. I'm not sure what they're going to get on a Saturday on a consistent basis. And with the, with the PLEs, those are special events and attractions, right? So you know, people can go to clubs, they can go to bars, they can go a lot of other places. They, and it's like kind of a party event for those shows because it's special. You know, a, a AEW show that's on weekly every single week for the next five to ten years, whatever this deal is going to be up, is going to be tough. Especially if people are going, you know what? I'm not going to watch this tonight. I'm going to watch it on Sunday. And then when it gets on the DVR, this is what happened with Rampage for me. It gets lost on my DVR after a while, right? Because there's other things happening. There's other things I'm doing. You know, there's other things that are fresher that I might want to watch instead. And it just gets lost on my DVR. I just don't watch it. So that's my only fear for Collision. You know, we'll see. And I think it would be a bigger indicator on Collision maybe six months from now. I think for the first couple of shows... It's going to spike, especially with mm-hmm. Punk being back. The stars are going to put on that show because it's going to be a special event and occasion for a short term. But I'm wondering where it's going to be long term. And that's that's my struggle. Because I think, Rhodesia, you hit the nail. Is that, you know, when am I going to get to watching this show? I'm not going to always watch it Saturday night. When am I going to watch it? If I don't watch it on a certain time or day, it might just get lost on my DVR. We shall see because we'll find out next week if officially it is going to be on saturdays from eight to ten or saturday seven to nine whatever the case may be we'll find out next week what else guys that is uh, i don't have anything else so i'm throwing it to you guys y'all got anything before we do a tfw moment of the week i do want to follow up about wwf wrestling challenge 
So I'm not going to bore y'all and read oh, the she, whole she done, definition. She's going to Google it but, again. Oh, yeah, that Wikipedia, the free cycle. Hey, we need a segment. It's Rhodesia's <laughs> Google of the of the uh, of the show, right? That's what we need. And Google need to pay me too. But anyway, so look, so it it ran from 1986 to 1995. Okay, so I didn't get to um, WWE wrestling until like 99 ish. But even Wikipedia is pulling back the curtain. They said this um, show had matches primarily with top-tier and mid-level talent versus jobbers. <laughs> they use the word jobbers. <laughs> told you. Told you. It was Rampage, was man. <laughs> it was Rampage. Imagine how much we would watch Rampage if that was the only second hour of TV for wrestling anywhere. You would watch but it. Why do you use the word fantastic. jobbers? That, we got to protect wrestling. Kayfabe, isn't that what y'all say? Come yeah, on, we jobbers. Don't who, we don't know who wrote that. Yeah, Wikipedia. Anybody can write that stuff. Yeah. Okay. You, but you, you think you think Vince McMahon himself wrote that? No. Paul Levesque. You might have, pal. No. <laughs> no. But thank you for that uh, Google moment of the week. We appreciate that. If featured jobbers. How about that? You got anything else from that that you want to let the the family know? Nope. That was it. That's it. That's it. All right, Ishan. You got anything else before we wrap it up? No, let's let's get to that uh, TFW moment of the week. Yeah. And mine's as you guys know. I talked about it earlier. And I, I typically don't like talking about my moment of the week. I like to keep it special. And that's why even some weeks I'll throw in something that's kind of random as the moment of the week because I've already talked about it. But uh, there was no way in the world I could go without saying it was Bad Bunny, his entrance in that Puerto Rico crowd for that. I, I gave my thoughts earlier in the show, but just, uh, for me, the best wrestling entrance I have ever seen across the board. So that is my TFW moment of the week. Am I allowed? We haven't voted yet to, for me to give two or honorary or no, we can vote now. Am I allowed to do two? Well, it is the TFW moments of the week, not TFW moments of the week. Hey, Rhodesia, sometimes you got to like, hey, look, Matt's going to stop you from doing a lot of things. You got to go into business for yourself. Do your thing and just just say what you want to say. And, you know, thank you. Ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness. Yes, you're gone. So the honorary mention of my moment of the week was the, I don't want to call it the run in, but the spot with King Maxwell in the firm deletion match. Thought it was so cool. So Matt said, anybody who didn't get to see that on Rampage, go back and watch it. But how can I not give my moment of the week to the most incredible curb stomp that I have ever seen in my life? Seth Rollins, curb stomp in Omos off of the top rope. That is my TFW moment of the week. Man, you guys got to check out the video to see, like, you know, a sick Rhodesia popping out of her chair talking about this, this curb <laughs> stomp, Matt. I mean, uh, Spot, that was, that's, that's really great to see. Um, I'm going to, my moment of the week, is going to be, it's not even a hot take. It's a fat take that WWE backlash was better than WrestleMania. It was the best PLE they've put on in years. I'm going to go out and say it from top to bottom. That show was amazing. Look. That Seth Rollins, and, Seth Rollins and Omos match was good. Like, an Omos match. I actually cared about that man for a good two minutes of that match. Every match 
every feel-good moment from that match. The crowd, the energy, that is why we are wrestling fans. The love, the passion that we saw from the fans, the wrestlers, the emotion. And damn it, we got it right. As I said earlier, Cody with the win on the on a big stage, right in front of a big crowd. It was an amazing, phenomenal show. Backlash. Better than Mania. Let's go. I was, Let's go. The, I was gonna hit the uh the cheer sound effect, but what I'll hit is the crickets sound effects. Because if you think Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar on top was better than Roman Reigns defeating Cody Rhodes on the biggest wrestling show in the history of the business, you got another thing coming, sir. Would you like to give us another moment of the week so you don't waste that one? Or are you sticking with that? I have some more. WrestleMania night two, the finish was the worst finish (laughs) in the history of that promotion. His so we got to correct that. it. <laughs> we got to correct it on Backlash with a Cody win to send the, what we got, it was an awesome night. And guess what we also got? We got a satisfying ending to a PLE. Who would have thought that a satisfying fan favorite winning would be the best decision on a feel-good show? Who would have thought that? I guess I'm not a booker, right? I don't, I, I don't want to send my fans home happy. I want to send them distraught, and I want them to wait and see a match a whole year from now. That's what I want to do for them. But let's digress. Let's take it home. Yeah, I was saying, but the problem is, though, the fan favorite did win WrestleMania night two. <laughs> if you think, buddy, if you think Cody Rhodes has more fans than Roman Reigns, you got to stop I'm, watching wrestling now. If you, if either you I think you guys are blind or that. deaf because you guys started distraught Look from these from the crowd. You were there. People were not upset, and also the people at home were upset. Dave Lagreca is still upset. Ishan and his daddy, we still upset. So there's no way that that was the correct finish. I don't care what hater Matt and Rodisha say. I don't care what Stone Cold say. I love you, Stone Cold, <laughs> but your ass is wrong. You a carny. Your job is to trick people because that's what you guys want to do. You don't want to send people home because you want to bait them into, watch, to, to, into getting more later. I want more now. We got it at, at Backlash. Let's take it home. Mark my words. If Cody Rhodes would have won at WrestleMania, and here's a hot take. If Cody Rhodes would have won at WrestleMania, the majority of the fan base would not care about Cody Rhodes as much as they do right now. Time stamp it, date stamp it, episode stamp it. When he wins the title, he would not be as over when he has the belt as he is right now. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Nope. And le- see, look, and even Eshan knows. Thank you for that, Eshan. No, and thank no, you, you're and wrong. thank you guys for listening. <laughs> yeah. Wrong. The best secret. Yes. In wrestling podcast. Wrong. That's freaking wrestling. The three of us, Triple Threat, hits you every single Friday. You guys know where to find us on your favorite platforms. Give us a follow. Let your friends and family know. Check us out. We also drop full episodes on YouTube every single week as well at That's Freaking Wrestling. And on Twitter, we are at That's FNW. Thank you guys again. We appreciate your support. We will talk to you next week. <laughs>